Hello, hello, hello. This is Sophie J from Mom in Business on Podcast, Same Family. Uh, thank you very much for hanging out with me today. Uh, Moms in Business, this is where mothers hang out to explore the inside journeys of people who are building impactful businesses and shaping people's lives all around the world. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed today with me. I've got a, a very special lady with me, hanging out with me and talking about different aspects of cost creation. So without further ado, let me give a little intro. Meet Samantha Grove. Hi. Hi there. She is the CEO of the Omnibase Services, and this is a support service company that helps uh, startups to, to scale up. And I know she's going to be expanding more on that in a little while, but she's had tons and tons of uh, experience and with 11 years of teaching in public high school and for that alone I've raised my hat to you because I always say I can't be a teacher. <laughs> so with over 11 years of teaching in public high schools and two years of corporate uh, instructional design to get a client the results they really yearn. And right now she's helping different types of entrepreneurs, companies, just to engage and how would I put this, to help them put their courses out there so that it is profitable and only profitable but impacting to, you know, different lives. They are hoping to help and to shape. So thank you very much, Ms. Samantha Grove, for joining me this morning. I really appreciate your time. And I'm going to pass the mic on, you know, to you and just, you know, you take it and let's roll. Well, good morning. <laughs> good morning. I'm excited to be here. So what would you like me to specifically talk about? Okay. And I mean, since you've, you know what, before we dive into, you know, the nitty gritty of our anybody wanting to embark on that journey of uh, becoming a course creator, helping, you know, change lives. Can I just ask you to give us a little intro of yourself and how you got started? And, sure. you know, maybe the little bumps in the road, the challenges you faced as you moved through the course of becoming who you are today, helping other people achieve their dreams. Well, that's awesome. Um, so for me, I am a mom of two lovely children, and we live in a small town in Maryland in the United States, and my big thing has always been sustainability. And as a teacher, I always taught skills. It was always about how do you be a better student. Even though I had to teach a state standardized tested course, and they had to pass my class, and they had to pass the state test to graduate, it was all about teaching them strong skills and making sure that they knew how to be a better student in the long run. So that's where all of this kind of came from. And as I left the teaching world, it was more to actually be able to spend time with my two kids myself. Um, I was giving all of my energy as a teacher to 180 students, and by the time I got home, I had nothing left to give to my own kids. So that was a big issue for me. I wanted to make sure that I could 
give them everything that I wanted to. And that's why I joined the corporate world. And once I did that, I quickly learned that the corporate world was not as nice as I thought it was. <laughs> I was laid off after six months, and I immediately started doing freelance instructional design work for large corporations and, and small corporations here in my small hometown. And we, I just grew from there. And eventually, I started my own business which I closed up last year. It was actually very successful. And I joined forces with my friend, Julie, um, who's my business partner, for, um, and created Omnibus Services because we saw a need in our community and in the community at large that there aren't a whole lot of people that can support the startup and the scale-up. So when I say scale up, I mean the people that are literally looking to scale their business by integrating things like courses or offer larger scale mastermind programs and things like that. They've already done the basics. And my business partner is a bookkeeper, so she handles all the money and makes it way easier for me to function because I am definitely more of the creative global thinker <laughs> versus the black and white, very nitty gritty of a bookkeeper. So that's how I evolved into this course creation world is I saw there was a need out there because doing corporate instructional design, you see that many people don't think about how a learner learns in a, in the same way a kid learns. Adults are very, conditioned to learn a certain way, but they might not pick it up as quickly or as fast as if you actually tapped into their other ways of learning that they really access in other venues. So that's really where I came at this from because I saw a need for small businesses to have same resources available to them that large multi-million dollar companies were having accessible access to to make engaging trainings but engaging courses as well that's pretty amazing that's amazing so you kind of uh i'll say kind of specialize in training i guess adults of course like you know people entrepreneurs wanting to venture out there to start their own online business especially towards the I mean, I guess in the course creation area. So what I do is I, there are a ton of people out there right now telling you how to, to make a course and sell it. And the thing that most of those individuals are forgetting is they're forgetting the learner. They're teaching these amazing instructors and amazing solo entrepreneurs or small businesses how to make a course and quickly throw it up, which is great. It gives you an MVP or your uh, minimum viable product or a prototype, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But what it doesn't do is it doesn't reflect on how their learner is actually going to absorb the material. It focuses on how the instructor is going to just deliver the material quickly. And by forgetting that piece about the learner, which is the person who's buying it, you really actually do a disservice to yourself and you do a disservice to your company. So my goal is never to actually market the course 
And I don't teach people how to market the course. I teach people how to either revamp their course or to build a course from the bottom up on educationally sound means. And I don't mean boring, sit in the class and get lectured at and take notes. I mean, is your student going to be, is the person who's purchasing your course an artistic individual? Telling them to sit there and take notes on your, on your thing, on, your, on how to draw a picture isn't going to be actually effective for them. Having them paint along with you and say, you need to be doing this with me as we're doing this. Stop, review, go back, hit rewind. Acknowledging those aspects of education and learning is so crucial. Wow, that is very, very interesting. Because um, as I said, like, you know, when I first saw your uh, note on Facebook, like, you know, course creation, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because when I started, uh, over five years ago was when I started my profession as a pharmacist. I'm a practicing pharmacist. That's my profession before I embarked on, uh, I guess, looking towards living in the corporate, the pharmacy world, to do something else. Just like you said, my main reason being able to have quality time with my family, my two boys and my husband, and of course, you know, extended family. And um, that's how I got started. And of course, knowing nothing about the online marketing world, I just delved into it and just learned what courses, right? right. Uh, workshops, masterminds, stuff like that. That's how I got all the information, all the skills I have right now. Like now, I guess it's coming to five years since I started because I was just like, you know what? I need to leave this lifestyle behind if I really want to enjoy myself and my family to make it worthwhile for me. And yes, it's true what you said about the courses because the courses out there, of course, I have no doubt the so-called course creators, they know what they're talking about. But when it comes to delivering it, sometimes I feel like, oh my goodness, so I bought this course, I geeked on it, you know, dived into it, learned as much as I can. But when it comes to being, well, I say accountability, because most of the courses out there, once you buy it, that's it really. But another thing though, compared to five years ago when I started, if you do not have enough money to join like a mastermind, mm -hmm. then you really are to the disadvantage just buying a course. Do you know what I mean? Because the mastermind yeah. is the place where you get the opportunity to have like at least a, a kind of one-on-one -on -one session with the teacher yeah. instead of trying to figure it out yourself. And I noticed that that actually kind of hampered my uh, progress because then back then I couldn't afford like twenty five thousand type mastermind these people these gurus are asking for. So yeah. what the next best thing was for me to buy the course, like maybe a year's course, like maybe I don't know ten k stuff like that. Yeah. And still the bumps, the little bumps in in the road, like a lot of people underestimate how that can throw you off balance like you know can throw you off humans yeah you know but yes it, it, it's a good thing you're doing that because some of us have had to like journey through just trying to figure things out ourselves in spite of the courses we purchased yeah. which were in cheap <laughs> so it, it, it's, it's a great thing you're doing that so let me uh 
ask you, uh, if you don't mind, to go for it. You know, kind of give us like an overview from, uh, let's say, I guess we could say like from 3,000 feet, just an overview of what somebody listening to this, wanting to go and become a course creator, even a teacher. Yeah. I know there's a lot of teachers now because, of course, all the different uh, issues when it comes to teaching jobs and stuff. A lot of them are starting to like try to venture out yep. to online services whereby they're able to teach more students, cast the net further than yep. you know, the little location they have. So if you could give us like a brief overview from startup, like from the ground zero, yeah. where they need to be for them to be making this profitable and as well, of course, as, you know, impacting those lives. Um, I mean, what is the journey? What does it look like? Well, I to be like, yeah, I, I really want this. I don't know. What I, oh, that's good. I, I love that because the journey is the crucial part of that. And that is amazing that you said it that way. Um, so I do not teach people how to market their course. And that's the big thing that I want to be very clear about. I am, I do small scale social media marketing if that what I really teach people how to do is to take what their zone of genius is because they are what is called in the corporate world a a SME which is a subject matter expert and translate that into the person that wants to become the SME so think of it in the sense of I don't know uh, let's talk about fly fishing the completely something I know nothing about but say somebody hired me to help them with fly fishing. They already know how to market themselves. They've probably been growing and doing their business already, but now they want to create a course around it. So we would work on, okay, you know who your ideal avatar is. So that's that big marketing word that everybody really likes to talk about. What's your ideal client, your ideal avatar? We look at who that is, but then we break it out and we have to make a couple assumptions. So how is that person going to learn? Let's think about where they probably have found you and how do they learn and why do they learn in that way? And then we try to look at it in the sense, okay, if we are pretty certain, let's say they found you on YouTube, because they found you on YouTube, because you're doing fly fishing, that they are a visual learner and an auditory learner. So they, they like to absorb content through watching and engaging with it in that sense. Now we need to make sure that we're designing your course from that angle. So giving them a PowerPoint slide with a talking head over it is not gonna be effective for that individual. But giving them a video and maybe an interactive tool in inside your course at like every five to 10 minute increment is going to actually engage them and hold them accountable because that's what you were talking about earlier. It's like people lose that accountability piece sometimes when you just purchase that course. So we talk about, you know, how does your client learn? How does your ideal avatar learn? And from there, we move on to, well, what do you want to actually teach these people? What, do you, what skill or knowledge do you really want to impart on them? And once we figure that out, we usually pare down a lot because 
the reality is, is that people can't consume a ton of information in an incredibly short amount of time unless they're incredibly driven and motivated. And even people that buy a course that say they're incredibly driven and motivated only have so much mental bandwidth that they can absorb it. So we're really focusing on their short-term memory to be able to impart that skill in the short-term memory and then convert it to long-term memory. So we go through and cut out a lot of the fluff because a lot of courses either have too much information or not enough. So we kind of pare it down to the optimal amount of information for the amount of time that that individual course creator wants to delve into that material. And then we work through like what are objectives you're going to hit in each lesson, in each module, what are assessments you're going to do? Because the assessments are an engagement piece. And so many people get stuck on the word assessment because that's a teacher word. They're like, oh, God, multiple choice questions. I hate them. They suck. But assessment can be something as simple as go draw a picture and share it in our conversational group where the, where the instructor can see engagement and interactivity. And then we talk about the platform they're going to really engage on. There's a ton of platforms out there right now. And even some of the most expensive platforms don't have actually really good analytical tools for the, lear for the instructor to be able to use to see if their learner is actually getting the material. So then we, we, pick, we pick a learning management system. So it's an LMS. And for those of you that don't know, what those are. They're like, I'm talking about like Thinkific, Kajabi, Podia, Rizuku, lots of those kind of things. Teachable is another great one. And you were mentioning that one. Yeah. So we think about which one is it going to be geared at? Are you, do you need a platform that's going to focus on the wholesale system? Or do you need just a system that's going to really focus on your learner's growth? And then we determine that and then we build it. And we build it hand in hand with them, or if they choose to build it on their own, we give them a solid outline to build it from. So that's the whole process. But realistically, like teachers who are doing this, they really need to just learn the tools of the trade for the online world. And that is just a learning curve of getting to know it. But people who are already in the entrepreneurial setting, they have to remember that their focus is their learner, their ideal avatar, and how they absorb the information, not how fast and how easy it is for them to throw information up on a screen and call it a course. Wow. That is uh, an amazing breakdown of, you know, how it should be done. Thank you, thank you so very much. Really appreciate it. I mean, as you're talking, that is like kind of even giving me some ideas that I haven't thought about. We, in regards to helping this particular teacher, I told you I'm helping. She's a math yeah. teacher, a brilliant teacher. I mean, she, she went to one of the best schools here in Dallas, Texas, the SMU. And wow. it, it's just like, I mean, she, is, she teaches math and English. And of course, this is the first time she's embarking on helping other people instead of just as students. And some of the yeah. teachers in private tutoring she does. So I thought, you know what? Since you are going to be my first beta client, I'm going to help you from ground zero up. Mm -hmm. the marketing part of it, I'm helping that do. And of course, navigating teachable platform. So that's what yep. we're doing to get, you know, everything 
set up for her the animation different things mm -hmm. like you know progression knowing that you've got in accountability different accountability set in place yeah. so that each student knows that you know only this is not like your netflix part video or program you're just going to watch and not be asked to do some little what do you call it calculations yep. huddles so that you know, the teacher knows that you are on point, you know, you're understanding what she's trying to teach you. And I mean, it's just so amazing, especially the teachable, lots of different things, like, you know, depending on the number of points or questions you get right, she's uh, introducing like discount codes that can yep. use for further coaching or for the, you know, different courses and I was like wow that is really really a great way to incentivize especially kids because yep. of course kids short attention span you you need to make it very fun and engaging, engaging. you know because so. education is not passive and when mm. people get on their shtick about you can make a course and it'll be passive income they forget the learner they forget the person that bought the course yeah. because like you said at the beginning of this conversation, you know, there are hiccups along the road. And even if you're putting a course out there that might be something that people can do independently, utilizing your platform like a Teachable or a Thinkific or whatever to follow your learner and see, oh, they stopped at module two. Is this too difficult or is this, or is this a, they've fallen off the bandwagon, something happened in life, they can't finish it. Reaching out to them through your platform and saying, hey, I noticed X is happening. Are, are you okay? Is there a problem? Even if it is something that's automated that, you're, that you can set up, if you can trigger your you know, automated service, you know, automated programs to say, if they hit this point, send out this email that email re-engages the learner. It, re it shows them that even though it might not really be you on the other end, that somebody in your team cared enough to reach out. And, and that sometimes is enough motivation to push them to further and finish the course. And that's often forgotten by a lot of people because human interactivity is a way that people learn. And you know, there's the intrapersonal learner and the interpersonal learner, and they always, you know, people do learn independently, but they also learn by interactivity, and that is, you know, with another human being. That is so amazing. You say that. I mean, I, I totally agree. Like, you know, we just underestimate the power of uh, following up, even yep. after somebody's purchased your course, the importance of following up to know that you care. But mm -hmm. not a lot of people selling stuff are actually doing that. They just throw up a Facebook group like, okay, just join the group and you know, you're just gonna get by. You know, that following up process, it, it goes a long way. It really does, especially it, it, it in education. It, it, that's right, it goes a long way and it's, it, I believe it's a determinant of somebody who's gonna actually enjoy and complete the course and that somebody's just going to fall off the bandwagon and be like you know sorry i got some issues i got uh, this problem nobody reached out to me 
I'm mm-hmm. probably an introvert. Uh, I don't know how to ask questions in a group and stuff like that. And I'm just going to quit. And you'd be surprised, yep. you know, how many people have actually just called it a day all because of lack of proper uh, process in following up. Yep. So that is amazing. You are doing that. So, and, you know, you dare to, to be different and to actually care about the, the end buyer, yep. <laughs> the end user, which it's, Wow, I'm I'm very glad to hear that. Like you know, there are still people out there doing this not only for the money, but for you know the benefits. Yeah, truly doing it for the benefits of others to truly change somebody's life. Because yeah. you, you never know how far just that one single follow up, just like act of I care about you, not only your money, but I really do care about your success about what you, you've been destined to do in life. Yep. I really do care about that. And that is, a, to me, for me, that is huge. You know, like, you know, when somebody actually shows the care, not only about the money, or, you know, your success, and they truly mean it. Yeah. That is really, really nice. Wow. One of the, one of the clients I worked with um, recently who created a course on chatbots, one of the biggest things that she did and because she and I knew each other very well is I would say to her, you need to integrate this type of story into your course to kind of show that valid reason on why and giving that nurturing aspect. It doesn't have to be frou-frou or fluffy or too in-depth if you don't want it to be, but giving that solid like personal experience and in a way that fits into the mold of the course, not the five point selling method of like, here's my story. I'm only going to give you these points and that's going to help you know, like, and trust me. It's they've already bought from you. Now you need to really give them that value. Like what is the, what is the deeper meaning behind it? Where is that story that's going to motivate that next person to really finish and push through? Even when, you know, in this case, you know, the the student was struggling with completing it because something happened in their family and she reached out real simple story that was already part of her her bandwidth that she wanted to share anyway and she shared it with him personally before it went live in the course and that just made the difference to help that individual push forward so it's it's just taking that step back and recognizing that yeah course creation and knowledge creation is you know a huge industry right now Forbes and Tony Robbins are constantly putting out ridiculous statistics of like 355 million dollars a day but if all we're looking at is the money and we're not taking into consideration the person that's putting their hard-earned money out there then we're actually doing them a disservice it doesn't matter if we're if we're really sharing all the knowledge we have, but we're doing them a disservice by not being authentically caring about them. That's so true. That is so true. And at the end of the day, my belief is always like, okay, so for somebody not following through on their promise, when it comes to, you know, following through with a, a buyer at the end, it, it, mm-hmm. it comes back to haunt you. So people would know, and in the in this day and age of social media that we mm-hmm. are in right now, all it takes is just one person to make a comment. 
Yep. And it goes viral. And you're like, you know, my thoughts are always like, do you really want that to happen? I mean, can you yep. really afford for that to happen all because of, you know, lack of being authentic enough and just actually truly caring and follow, you know, following up on what you promised, delivering what you, you said you are going to deliver and making that extra step. Yep. It's just that, just walk another mile in style. Be there to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's awesome. That is really, really nice. Well, we are coming towards the end of our chat. Thank you, thank you very much, Mr. Samantha, for you know showing up today and giving us uh, your own view on course creation and just being a great person, actually, somebody with integrity, <laughs> a, a course creator with integrity so thank you very very much really appreciate your time this morning and if somebody wants to inquire more about what you do where do they need to go to to get more information about you know what you do and how to go about reaching out to you and of course i'm i'm going to add it to the description of this podcast as well before i post it okay so they can reach out to me uh, via our website. They can look at our website and book a call with me, which is omnibizservices.com, or they can follow us on Facebook. We are also on LinkedIn, and we're on Twitter. Uh, Instagram and I have not quite figured out how that, that would actually work. So we just really stick to three out of the four big ones, and we're also always putting information out on to uh, Pinterest if they want to learn more about different aspects of what we do as a company, but we will be putting out a lot more information growing about course creation and how to do it a little bit more effectively with the learner in mind, because that's, that's the key. I will not try to teach you how to market something because there are a thousand course creators out there that are teaching you how to market and they're doing an excellent job. And I will never, I will never squash that. They're doing a fabulous job of teaching people how to market. They need to remember the learner. And when they start remembering the learner, the request for refunds will stop. When they start remembering the learner, they will remember that those the completion rates will go up. Because right now, 6% completion rate for courses is really sad and low. So they can find me pretty much anywhere on the Internet. <laughs> that is so awesome. And I'm going to get all the links from you as well. When yes, ma'am. We, once we finish this, I'm going to get the links and add it to the description, as I said, before I post this podcast. So thank you so very much, Miss Samantha. I really, really appreciate your time this morning. You keep doing what you do. And I hope to be able to have another conversation with you soon. Thank Definitely. you so very much. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. That's it from us, Moms in Business today. Thank you very much for hanging with us. And I look forward to hanging out with you with another new expert who will be sharing about the challenges, the ups and downs, and of course, the breakthroughs of our big started what they're doing, and how they're helping others change lives. Thank you very much. Take care.